Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. This is our town. Welcome. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 211 of Value Town. I'm Jamie V, and I'm welcoming these two guys to the show, Gara and Dreads. What's up, guys? Hello, hello. Exciting hey. times. Hey. Yeah, super hey. excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Week, well, it's within week one. It's not even a complete week one of uh, the new Rise of Shadows expansion. So this is always the most exciting time of the year. And uh, with the complete reset and the new expansion, I mean, you can't get more change. And particularly this year, too. You know, I think most of us were super excited about this uh um, you know, expansion this time around. So it was a tough last month, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really was. Like, is it here yet? How much longer? <laughs> that's true. Blizzard did a pretty good job of spanning it out this time, I have to say. You know, like they had the um, the whole theory crafting, you know, streams, and they had a bunch of Carterville streams this time around. So uh, they, they did their best, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think what they could have done for Arena is have some kind of an event in the oh, last true. month. Yeah, just like switch it up a little bit because it was getting it was really stale the last month and it wouldn't be that much quite easy for me to say it wouldn't be that much effort to have done something so that last month wasn't so painful but eh, we're here we made it you yeah know. we made it <laughs> maybe next time hopefully yeah. we'll but but we know we've got new arena we've obviously got new standard with all, all the new decks and that's what we're going to be doing today we're just going to be focusing on on uh you know just our overall impressions so far what some decks are that we've been playing maybe some of the you know the, the other decks that streamers have been playing that reddit seems to just keep track of like 24 7 and make their their list uh you know we'll take a look at that and then of course we'll go into to arena dreads will give us the lowdown on on the current state of arena uh and then we'll talk a little bit about um grandmasters you know eu grandmasters was announced and of course there's been specialist cups this entire time or already this week and gara can attest to some of those so we'll talk about just how that looks right now and what the meta looks like there and then q a at the end like always get your questions ready in twitch chat or tweet them over at value town gg and we'll definitely read it out okay so first off week one our, our week one in hearthstone you know meaning obviously rise of shadows Overall, how have you been just feeling without getting into too much detail? Like, how do you feel about the the expansion so far? Um, I will talk for the ladder part. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, talk about really ladder first, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's much, 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 much better than uh, before the rotation. That's oh. at least how it feels. Yeah. I don't oh, know. hey, move your mic a little closer. It's uh, it's kind of going up and down a little bit. I'm not sure is yeah, it, if it's go. because um, people haven't figured out the, the best decks in the game just yet, so a lot of people are experimentating, but it feels like you face uh, a different matchup all the time. You know, it was really, really stale uh, how the meta felt before the rotation. You faced like, you know, Midrange Hunter over and over again, and then Resurrect Priest over and over yep. again. It huh. felt like you never faced, even though you did face other decks, but it felt like you only faced those two decks. 
just because they were like so highly represented. But now when you queue, you sometimes face Handlock, sometimes Zoo, sometimes, you know, Token Druid, and then like Murloc Shaman. Like this is how old Hearthstone Letter felt like, you know, these yeah. playable weaker decks that people play because you can achieve these 50% plus win rates if you put enough effort in. And with all the like super overpowered cards that we had with like Hellasurf, Barnes and mm -hmm. DKs, you could not achieve this like 50 plus percent win rate with these weaker decks. So people were kind of forced to play like these, you know, OP decks all the time. And uh, I was talking about this, I feel like for two years, what they had to do to make Hearthstone feel more fun again. <laughs> and that is like uh, really three low power level expansions in a row. And you're finally here, you know, it's like the golden cross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for I, sure. Like, I was <laughs> so excited for this specific moment and we're like at the end of the tunnel, finally. I, I'm, I mean, from a fun uh, standpoint, it definitely much, much better. Jarrett, mm -hmm. uh, how about you? What's your first take, first three days? It's It's been a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of the cards that I'm sure have been really strong in Constructed have also been really strong in Arena, like Fungal Mancer, um, Bone Mare. A lot of having those cards rotate out feels great. And for Arena, we also have a lot of cards coming back. So it's a, a drastically different meta because, you know, it's no longer standard. Um, we have a lot of cards that remember us, a lot of nostalgia coming back, where it's like, I remember playing with this card and this doing that. Hmm, so it's been cool. fun. Um, just uh, just having things be be different is nice. Things aren't perfect. It, some stuff's broken. I mean, we'll get into it. The classes <laughs> aren't exactly equal in power level, but um, it, it's fun. And, you know, I, things are going to be a little bit broken. This is the first time Blizzard's implemented this new system for Arena with the rotating sets. And um, so, yeah, I mean, things are going to be a little bit broken at the start, and that, that's okay. But overall, I've been, I've been having a lot of fun and playing. I don't know, 10, yeah. 10 hours on average for the first three days. Nice. That's pretty good. No, I mean, I, I think it's okay to have stuff broken as long as it's not broken for a long time. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, like, I'm, I'm discovering things, about... discovering if things are broken is kind of a fun thing too, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was joking about it. I was like, I'll give him like 40 more hours because it's that broken. <laughs> Now. I know. We'll, we'll we'll talk about the stats in a second. It's it is pretty nuts. It's fun. Like I'm I'm uh, yeah. My my mood is definitely up on Hearthstone lately compared to the last month. Yeah. Oh, I'd I'd hope so because that'd be in big trouble if it if it wasn't up after this yeah. complete yeah. reset. Probably um, like everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for me, yeah, same thing. I mean, I think um, I what I tend to do, especially with this expansion every year, is I purposely start super low. Like I I let myself tank all the way down to like fifteen. And, um, and then I, I like to kind of just like play my way up, you know, play crappy decks and kind of just work your way up and it's um, not worry about it. Right. Not worry. Yeah. You're not really worried. And, you know, it gives you a chance to experiment and, and just have iterative changes, like iteratively moving up the ladder. Um, and you know, obviously the meta is completely different once you get to legend and even high legend, but, um, I don't know, but this gives me, I mean, it, it's not as discouraging, I guess you could say when you're first starting out and all these people have theory craft. I didn't want, I didn't do any of that stuff. Right. I didn't really watch everybody theory. Like Gara has like spreadsheets of, of you know, decks before the, the expansion even released, but I, I don't do that. So I typically just try to, you know, experiment myself and work my way up, way up. And, um, I typically just play one or two classes a lot. And not 
not try like everything all at once. So that's pretty much what I've been doing with Shaman. And I was doing Warrior in the, on the first day, and then I realized, oh my god, that's not <laughs> that's not a very chic thing to do right now. <laughs> it's just to yeah. play Warrior because Warrior is, is what everybody's playing. So then I switched over to Shaman, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so we're all approaching it differently and having a good yeah. time. It's a good sign for us, though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so in terms of, I, I guess, um, you're talking about the meta. Maybe we can get, get in that a little bit. Um, any classes you feel, and obviously arenas, rogue's obviously really good in arena. Rogue's also good in standard too, by the way. It's like crazy yeah. good. So if we're talking about just meta before getting into the, the decks themselves, um, you know, any classes stand out to you? And I'll bring up the, the, uh, HS replay in a second here. All right. Anything? I mean, rogue is the obvious one. Like most people consider rogue to be the best class. Uh, but this can come down to that it was the easiest deck to build. Pirate Rogue did this because we basically had Pirate Rogue before the rotation and then you only changed a few cards. And also, this trend continues every single time. The aggro decks are always dominating the, the yeah, early... Yeah, because you can queue games faster and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the, the early cycle of a rotation, the aggro decks always dominate just because they're so much easier to build than the control decks. Control decks kind of need a meta, and then you, you know, tech certain counter cards against other top-tier decks. or That's like how control decks are in combo right. decks as well. And, yeah, the... People got really good at identifying what is the best aggro class or aggro drag, like very, very quickly. Like people discovered Pirate Warrior, right? Do, I don't know if you remember, but mm -hmm. people played like already very solid version of Pirate Warrior already on the first or second day of the new expansion or as soon as Patches was released. It was like incredibly fast. And well, that's because I, patches was so broken that it was impossible yeah, but, to not discover that. That was but not ridiculous. just patches, but in like already like okay, I'm gonna play pirate warrior. You know, yeah. that's gonna be top tier argo deck. And I think much much later, people had then token druid or something. Um, token druid, yeah, token druid is just always good though. It, it seems like if you can all you, you know, sometimes it loses its luster or people just forget about it, but then. Every time you think about token true, it's like, oh yeah, it's not bad. It's actually not bad. And then when you have a reset, it's it's good again. So yeah, I was trying to play Murloc Shaman, and then I was playing against token druids, and I was going, wait, they're doing what I'm like kind of trying to do, but like way better. <laughs> no, exactly so, I mean, right. Murloc Shaman thing isn't so uh, isn't so hot. It, it, th th this two things I really want to uh, mention, which is crazy because it always repeats itself. Dog stays the day one meta breaker it's actually crazy that he's consistently like um yeah making the best first decks like he was getting to like top five legend with the most random decks he played like dragon tempo mage uh <laughs> to, to like almost rank one legend which is like crazy because well, he, he just, played he played the shaman the first day, right? The, the yeah, like the spell shaman. shaman. Yeah, the spell shaman, which is really cool. I mean, I, I was one of the one first things I I did too after watching him do that. Um, yeah, the dog is always he's always rank one. He's always the day one rank one guy. Like if you yeah, want to find the first guy, yeah, he because he did he did the uh, quest rogue right like a long time ago. 
Uh, what were some of the iconic dog decks that he he discovered? Quest Rogue, I remember. Oh, it was the uh, the priest, the yeah. topsy turvy priest, right? Topsy turvy priest. I remember that oh one. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, those are like crazy iconic decks. Yeah, so that's true. He's he's really innovative, and, and you know, I think dog. He loses interest, I think, pretty quickly too with Hearthstone. You know, and I, and the day one is always when he's like most excited, and you can tell, you know, which is good. So people that are watching the stream or listening, they're probably wondering why aren't you just talking about Warrior? Okay, so for sure in the lower ranks, Warrior is I, I think the you know one of the top classes, or at least people perceive as the top class. And um, you know, maybe we should talk about that because definitely day one and day two, I think we're dominated by by Bomb Warrior and. Maybe bomb dragon or, or control warrior or whatever it is, right? Um, so, what do you guys think of warrior so far, in terms of, of you know just the whole bomb thing and how it feels? Is it so, is is it crazy good? Is it just good? Like, what do you guys think? Uh, I played all the warrior versions, mm -hmm. like the bomb warrior, the dragon control warrior, yeah. the mechatoon warrior post rotation. And I expected Warrior, like on my spreadsheets that you talked about, uh, to be the best class in the game, which felt extremely obvious to me because Warrior is keeping like most of the good cards. And on top of it, like even without getting any new cards, Warrior would be a contender for the best class in the game. Mm -hmm. But we got like crazy good new mechs. Like Omega Assembly is insane with Skulking guys rotating out. And now you have like three more mechs that you can get from Omega Assembly and from the Dr. Boom Hero Power and Dr. Boom, one of the three <laughs> yeah. hero cards. Yeah. It's like, it stacks up crazy, like like really powerful mechs, which you can randomly generate and, and, and whatnot. And people are playing like, I find it funny because Crip claimed apparently that he he made that deck the best <laughs> deck in the game. Come like on. He's very proud about it. We saw that it. on the reveal stream. Yeah. We saw that on the reveal stream. I mean, come on, right? <laughs> and, but, like, isn't it super freaking cool, like, Bomb Warrior being the, instead of just being a meme, being, like, the best deck in the game? I have nothing against it. Yeah, I mean, Dredd is probably super happy he doesn't have to, like, be playing against, you know, the Dr. Boom hero and the Dr. Boom card and and some of these these terrible... Yeah, I mean, I played, like, when I was playing a bit of, of uh, Murloc Shum, that was the first deck I played, just like, ah, this seems kind of fun, let's try it. I was losing to a lot of Bomb Warrior. Yeah. And it uh, really close in a lot of the games. I wonder if this is such a, like, I mean, it's right now maybe the best deck, which I kind of highly doubt, but isn't it really a problem if you think about it? It's like the bombs are too slow versus aggro. The cards themselves are not uh, individually powerful value-wise, and control decks run all Elysiana, and I do that myself. You just kill, like, six bombs with Elysiana in late game, but the only card that seems to be ridiculously freaking powerful is Dr. Boom, surprisingly. like the Yeah, Dr. Boom. Yeah, I, I think Dr. Boom is where where the issue is for, for Control Warrior. Because, Again. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I, Right, right. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad. Like, here's the thing about Warrior. It wouldn't be so bad it, for me if bombs didn't exist in the Warrior theme. But, you know, like they would they would be probably right at the right power range, you know, for the four, you know, to be the control class type of thing. But the problem is, is that it would be exactly the same as what it was before expansion, which I think they wanted to change up. They didn't want to see the exact same thing over again. So that's kind of why I think that the bombs probably got introduced. And the bombs, to be honest, are like, you know, they're, they're, 
they're interesting from a deck building, like we're trying to deck build against it, but it's frustrating to play against though. Like there's there's no question. There's nothing that feels good about that at all. You know, like having the boss just randomly. Lose, yeah, well, it's not about the losing. It's just it's it's just like this random thing happens and you know, you just take 5 and yeah, they they paid a little bit of a cost up front, but not that much. You not not when not when you can abuse like the battle cries, you know, with Elec and th- things like that. So it's like you know, it, I don't know. It just doesn't feel good it, as a challenge to try to overcome it. You know, deck building wise and, and things like that. That it's fun that way. But I would say, like, just the general gameplay, it, it it's not a good theme to have like be very prevalent. Because what we're going to end up seeing is that like I think Warriors, this type of like crazy control deck that's really good, and I don't see it not getting good. I mean, you, you have to find a. Uh, a deck like Rogue that try to keeps it in check or whatever, but it starts turning into the polarized Hearthstone again. You know, rock paper scissors Hearthstone again, and that's that's what I'm I'm worried about is that we we kind of get there as, I, pretty quickly again, and that that would be bad, right? So, um, I hope they do something about Warrior just to kind of like lessen it a little bit. There are other good control classes too, and it'd be a shame if nobody played them. You know, with, you know they they just didn't play shaman for instance they didn't play any of those classes a, a big shame is definitely again uh, dragon paladin i think we had like yeah, potential dragon paladin, dragon paladin mm-hmm. decks for four years which we could never play because they were like much much better control decks and now yeah. we have like if you look at paladin we have such a cool like curve in theory but it's just much weaker than the best classes we Dude, again play yeah it. For sure, Mad Mac just said that Kibler played a 55-minute game, Control Warrior versus Control Shaman. I had the same type of game as yeah, well. Yeah, see, I don't want to do that. Man. I, I totally. To I don't want to play a, an hour-long game. Of- <laughs> yep, the games are super long, and, and you know what's crazy? This is how crazy it got for me to try to try to counter like these Control Warriors with Shaman. I added Nomi just because I needed like an extra card with crazy value after the brawls were gone. More stuff. And, yeah, I beat a guy with 108. Armor because of Nomi on at the very end, and I ended up getting a bloodlust from uh, the the legendary the shaman <laughs> that came came with the yeah it was it was pretty funny but it lasted almost an hour as well so that's I that's I, I played could, a lot yeah. of these games and then oftentimes the end because he discovered double grommage you know from Elisiana oh yeah 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 and then you, and then you just die. <laughs> like after an hour uh yeah yeah. Like, yeah you play for an hour and then yeah well that's how it ends right the thing is people will eventually after one hour you run out of removals yeah and then whoever discovered the better minions will win yeah yeah because or or whoever gets gonna... whoever gets the hero power that gives you seven armor <laughs> the most times yeah. will probably win too so it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, I, I hope something changes there, even if it being early on. Because Warrior's just good against aggro, right? Like, Warrior control decks are just good against aggro, so they'll always keep that in check. But now, they, I feel like they're, they're potentially better than all the other control decks, too, right? And, and that's, that's where it gets a little bit, bit crazy. But, um, but t- talking about some of the other decks, what do you, have you guys tried any Zoo or Warlock or anything like that? Um, I, pl- I played some, some deck last night that was... Oh man, what was it? He, um, I mean, obviously did the uh, what's the card that that you you get to discard your whole hand and, and re re pick it again? Um, uh, plot twist. Yeah, Which was yeah. it? Plot twist. Oh, plot twist. Yeah. So I mean, he kept doing the plot twist thing, and then you know, there's that one card that like summons all of the cards that you draw, that uh, that then turns them into rush just for that turn. The demon, right? Yeah, the demon. Yeah, that plus the healing. Oh man, it was, it was pretty cool. I don't think it was like 
you know, anything that's crazy broken or strong, but, um, but you know, definitely some really cool things in the warlock, but it just didn't, doesn't seem strong enough for people to play right now. So I was curious I, if you guys played anything like, like yeah, handlock or anything. The two most successful yeah. warlock decks I've seen were zoo and handlock mm. and handlock mainly because of Jaraxxus, mm -hmm. because it's kind of like, you know, oh, it's so good part. to see Jaraxxus again, dude. That's so cool. Yeah. But it's not just like you think, okay, here's Jaraxxus is super crazy strong. And then you're like, but I can fatigue him. And then they play Archfiend Rafam. And one of the 15 legendaries is usually Elisiana. And then you can't right. fatigue anymore. That's, you have to be pretty lucky for, to hit Elisiana. <laughs> is it though? It yeah, happened to me like three so. times. Oh, 15? Oh, okay. 15 choices. That's, yeah. Like, it's probably a decent chance. Yeah, they just keep a bajillion cards. It's and... a decent chance. Yeah, that yeah, that's not because of yeah because so many cards rotated out. There's not that crazy amount of legendaries. They should they shouldn't make it double copy. I think even making it a single copy wouldn't be as bad. Um, but double copy is just absurd, like nuts. <laughs> an, an additional ten cards yeah. to your deck. That's crazy. Um, so one thing I would have to say that I, I feel like people really misread was Secret Paladin. I think a lot of people yeah. thought Secret Paladin and Agro Paladin would be really good because of the, you know the what, new You secrets. know what's the problem? It's too fair now. <laughs> it's like... Is it out of cards or what's, what's the... Which one? Is it just you run out of cards with uh, like yeah, Secret Paladin? Divine Favor. Yeah, no Divine Favor. And I mean, it's not that hard to play around the the Secret, surprisingly. Like, I, I never struggle. Like the, the removal is just so good right now. And Rook is just too strong as well. Yeah. Like Rook, Rook, yeah. Yeah. Rook does basically the same thing, just better. And the, then they have like Myra and Saber Element if they run out of cards, which is basically Divine Favor, just better. It's actually pretty funny when I switched to playing a little bit of Rogue. It's like, this is way better than the Murloc stuff I was doing. Like, it, it feels, as uh, someone who plays mostly Arena, it feels like I'm just playing a really insane Arena deck. Because you generate tons of value from cards. Yeah. You have the good Rogue Tempo cards. And so it plays a lot like an arena deck. And so it's uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. I, I was enjoying playing it. It's also broken, which makes no <laughs> way. I mean, the but. best the best uh, indicative is that um, rank one legend EU, Asia, and NA is the same rogue list. Yeah. The same pirate tempo rogue list, which is crazy. I probably. think we never had that. The, the exact same deck is rank one legend. You can probably thank HS Replay for that because it's it's definitely like number one on their their side as well. But yeah, the yeah. rogue class, like I think there's a number of, of turns where you're playing two cards basically, you know, like you're getting two things on the board or or I mean this this weapon is just broken, man. This weapon is super good. Um, in, in terms of like yeah. getting, you know, like getting Leroy down twice or whatever it is, it, it's yeah. crazy, crazy good. And it's then you super versatile, yeah, super versatile. Like right now, I feel like I mean, I'm I'm running two or three weapon removal in some of my decks because of just how many you know warriors and rogues are running around right now. So it's it you know you have to be able to get rid of that before they can use it when they want to use it. Um, I guess they can always control it to some extent because they can just hero power and kill it too. You know, but... another thing that was probably like a little bit underrated, but which I predicted was that Hench Clan Burglar will be the most played card of the expansion. That's what I uh, predicted. Really? Wow. Yeah. I would have never because, guessed that. Because it, it, you would, you can play it in every rogue deck. And rogue, like if 
Rook will, Rook was always one of the three most popular classes. I feel like was Rook was when was Rook like completely unplayable on leather? Did, did we have that period? No, because Miracle was always there, right? Yeah. To, to keep it relevant. So um, it's like not really. It's kind, of, it's kind of the same in arena. Like its hero power is so good in arena that mm -hmm. Blizzard can micro adjust it down, but just. By nature, it's going to be one of the the top, you know, three or four classes pretty much all the time. Yeah, prep prep too. Prep basically, as long as they have card value, they they get an extra, you know, they almost get an extra turn if you're, if you're talking about low mana turns, right? So it's um, it, I think they, they've always been the at least the powers, the combo powers that they've given Rogue has always been a, a foundational strength that that's better than most of the other classes. So, um, yeah, they haven't been bad. I, I don't think Rogue's ever literally been in the gutter, you know, like just the crazy, crazy bad, bad uh, place. Same with Druid. You know, Druid's the same way, too. But Druid's, you know, they've been slowly taking out that fundamental strength they've had in the past, which is the ramp. So, you know, Druid might, might have its day in the bottom. But uh, who knows if it's right now or not, though. Yeah, this, but this deck right now, tempo-wise, it's, it's clearly the deck to, you know, counter Warrior. This beats Warrior. I think that was like the main thing is people wanted to build a, a deck that beats it consistently. And um, I mean, the Hunter does too, right? The Hunter does really well against the Warrior too, actually. So um, I, I think maybe at the top level, at the highest level, correct me if I'm wrong, all right? Like maybe Rogue and Warrior are pretty, pretty even, like at the very, very top levels. It just really depends on what Warrior we're talking about. Um, yeah. But the thing is, it feels like you can do more with Rogue mm -hmm. because, for example, because of the discover mechanic, right? Hench, mm -hmm. If you look at Hench Clan uh, Burglar, it's like a pirate, a four drop, and it discovers a spell, right? Yeah. You you will always discover like a spell you need. And Warrior has just like less options overall. It's like mm -hmm. if you don't draw, for example, this uh, people still play the 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 wait, do people play the the free drop? Which one? The Hench Dog. Oh here, this uh, this doesn't have a. People definitely play Hunch the Clan Thug. Yeah, there, there's like no question that that's being played. So like, it's this one. It's probably this one. Oh, actually, here. Like, actually, let me sort by the win rate. I, I I took one that wasn't the highest win rate. Here's the okay. This is the popular one. That's super. <laughs> I was like, okay. yeah. There we go. Hunch Clan Thug. Uh, yeah. This is the Myra's with the Shivnomi one. In Hearthstone, it was always the the re playing reactive is all, always weaker a little bit mm -hmm. than being proactive. And without the Baku, like if you don't have immediately like the shield slam, there's almost no way to uh, stop the snowball from the hedge thug. It's like yeah. so much. It feels so much stronger than before. Well, you have before. to hope you have Zilliax on, on five, <laughs> and then maybe you can you can take it out after hit, getting hit a couple times with it. But uh, but yeah, and it's like you know, hench clan thug has got that flappy bird feel to it. You know, if it gets on the board, stays on the board. You're 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 in trouble. <laughs> like you're you've probably just lowered your winning percentage by like five five to seven. Yeah. Oh, uh, what people also underestimate is the free drop, the evil miscreant. Like when when people saw the, the oh, yeah. review, they were like, ah, that card is Dredge trash. Was just, yeah, Dredge, Dredge was just talking about in in arena, crazy good, right? Yeah, they underbucked it a bit in arena, so it's up against cards that are way worse. So you, you take a pretty quick time, which means that there's a lot of these because there's also offering bonus. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's. I mean, if a card's really good and constructed, it's going to probably be good in arena. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So with this deck that I'm, I'm and I know a lot of people are listening with this deck. Um, uh, you know, th this is the one that has Myers and Stable Element 
at, at the end of it where you just basically draw the rest of your deck and then you know you basically have nothing in the deck and then it combos super well with shove nomi right because you can just like throw whatever six six or seven six sixes on the board and uh, potentially have a uh the follow-up to it which is usually a bunch of you know, De- South Sea Deckhands or Lira or something like that, where you're, you're going to be able to do finish off, finish them off with whatever. So that combination at the end of games with this deck is like crazy high roll, crazy good. You know, um, so yeah, this deck right now, it's I don't know. Do you, do you see? Is there a counter to this? Like, what's actually what's the actual counter to this deck? Like, let me see if there's the matchup. Does they have any matchup data here on that, this deck? Let me see. Uh, was this Tempo Rogue? So, uh, matchup data. Okay, it looks like... Oh, actually, Control Warrior does well against it. Okay, at the top uh, higher levels. Okay, it's only got yeah. two bad matchups. <laughs> it's but only got two bad matchups? Seriously? Oh, my God. This is but I insane. But okay against it. Yeah, so Control Warrior counters it. 38.9, I think it says counter it. Bomb Warrior, only 47. So, there's no other red, guys. I mean, this is... This is why this deck is crazy broken. <laughs> it's probably if, I, if I play more constructed, this is what I'm going to play. I, only <laughs> I decks, but like, I love Rogue. It's just my favorite class. Yeah. And broken. And there's a lot of, I love card generation, like random generation, and then using those cards. So yeah. it's like, yeah, that's what I want to play. Oh, but, and like four damage for no mana. Yeah, yeah, that seems pretty good. I'll, I'll take that. Also, when you look at Twitter, the, the guy, one of the three guys that did drink one, he said, oh, it never was so easy and so non-stressful to get to rank one. <laughs> I mean, I'm not playing a high level, oh, but once man. I switched this deck, it was like, oh, I, I am like I can I can win games consistently. Yeah, this is even though I don't play much constructed, this is this is fine. Yeah. You know, like, I don't even have optimal line because I don't play enough. I'm just like throwing stuff onto the board, generating more value out of nowhere. Like, yeah, this is, yeah sure, yeah, man, we win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of crazy how how uh, how good it is. I mean, look at look at the bomb war instead. Like, you know, there's there's plenty of pink in here. You know, like right here, there's a bunch of pink, right? What do you think the best way for them to nerf it a little bit would be? Which one? The, Tempo the weapon? Rogue? Tempo Rogue. Yeah. I think the Tempo weapon's Rogue. a big Obvious. issue. I mean, I think that Nomi should be be. Um, this should finally Hall of Fame Leroy, man. It's like I, mm. no, I I'm okay with Leroy in that threat. I I think Nomi is a dumb card. I just. I, I, it's a classic card where you get like insane value for doing nothing except for playing a card, and you know, and that that's great. It's really stupid. At least make it, at least make it five or fours, five, five fives or four fours, because at six six, it's not removable unless you have uh, brawls or you know, twisting nethers. You know, like it, it's or you have like a shaman, you know, removal card that's been buffing like the entire time. Like, very, it, difficult. very, very difficult to get this guy removed, you know, so, and, um, you know, when people just like literally win because they have 42 damage on the board after one play, I mean, that's, that's just kind of, there's still got so many win conditions too, because it still has that staple of like make a giant Edwin and they don't have an answer, right? And they yeah. just, just they cheese have, out a couple of games doing that. So. Yeah, exactly. There's just a lot of cheese ways to win and, and, and a waggle oh. pick. The, the, when I was mentioning the weapon before, the folks listening, is a, a four mana, four two weapon that death rattle return a random friendly minion to your hand, and it costs two less. So you can play Lira, Lira twice, basically. Um, it's crazy. Maybe, probably the biggest issue is the preparation, though, if you think about it. It's the highest win rate card in the deck, again. And, like, yeah. preparation into a raiding party is just off the charts. Yeah. As a power play. And mana cheat. Like every mana cheat card was nerfed, right? Mm-hmm. 
almost every except preparation. I mean, this this is why Rogue is always good. It's, it's the same yeah. reason why Wild Growth, you know, it's like a different way of doing Wild Growth, it, it's, except for this is instant instead of, it's more like Innervate. You know, why Innervate was good, right? It's, it's the same principle with preparation. So, and if you draw free cards with Raiding Party, you have no drawback on the prep. Mm -hmm. It doesn't yeah. cost a card, it doesn't cost a resource. It's just yeah. it's too strong. Yeah, so common plays are weapon, you know, Corsairs, right? Like you're you're getting two strong plays and for the cost of one a lot of times. So um so yeah. I, I don't know what ends up I mean, I think in the end something like that's like I don't know, extreme taunt would, would beat it. There's nothing that's gonna out I think out heal this. It's pretty hard to out heal this, right? Except for Warrior. Warrior's probably the only only I, I think the only class that can out heal it. Um but if, if they get Mars early, okay. you're in trouble though. What? Shaman did okay against it when I played Shaman against it. Yeah, it's me just... too. But I teched heavy against it though. Like it's, you know, I, I pretty much built the deck to beat this deck. You know what I mean? Like it was bunch of weapon removal, you know, and tons of heals and things like that. So but the the Lero Shadow Step uh, threat is so scary. Mm. It's very hard to be out of that range, you yeah. know, remove the board and be out of that range all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A so, double lever plus the four damage weapon. That's, <laughs> that's a, a lot to play around, right? <laughs> a ton. Um, okay, any other things? Oh, Mech Hunter. That's another super popular deck. I think that a lot of people have been playing on the ladder. And um, gosh, this one, this one is the, this one is definitely the Warrior Killer because Warriors just can't remove, they just don't have enough removal to deal with all the death rattle mech stuff that's going on there and uh i don't know if you guys got a chance to play it or not but um i played a ton against it explodinator isn't it a constructed deck Did wait that, that right? uh, no, that's i picked the wrong one it should be this okay, one like, card's terrible I don't it's 62 percent but you know only 790 gains though this is the one that's really popular though the one with the death rattles and and the um you know the uh where was it the oblivion right Oblivitron and firework techs and you know th this is basically the resurrect card is yeah is pretty cancerous which one point that out the resurrect card uh oh this one right no the free mana it's the most that's why the get deck works no down the blue the blue uh, card oh yeah nine lives nine lives yeah 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 exactly this that's is like, like maybe even stronger than. Well, it's just you know, mostly because of relative thing, but the early game I feel like is stronger than even the old one with the egg and everything, man. Like it's it's kind of crazy how with the um mag you know magnetic and I mean you double up on death rattles, you know, like it's it's nuts. Like some minions end up having two death rattles and you're triggering those death rattles and it's it's uh pretty crazy with the kind of combos you can nail with this this uh hunter deck. Seven sevens. Yeah, yeah. So hunter, you know. No Rexar, still doing just fine. I lose games even before they play Zul'jin. Like it's 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 pretty good, just straight straight mech. So they're making mech work, that's for sure. Even outside of of uh, Warrior here. Um, okay, any any other kind of decks that uh, that's kind of stand out in the meta? Um, maybe just before we kind of move on to Arena, I will say you know I, I know Gar, you and I have been playing a lot of Shaman. Um, and I actually haven't played that much Murloc Shaman, but I don't think Murloc Shaman's ended up being, I don't know if it's like, it's not that good because it's just not that powerful in terms of the burst, like, like we've seen with Paladins in the past, or if it's just, 
you know, people just know how to deal with it super easy now. You know, like we, we've played against these type of decks forever now in Hearthstone, and it's so easy to tech against. What do you guys think about Murloc Shaman? Any, any good? Very so bad. bad. No, it's it's like super high 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 row. Mm -hmm. Like if you get the nut curve, you just kill an opponent turn three, turn four. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I think never like never seen such a crazy high roll curve. Yeah, just, if you don't get that though, it can be pretty rough. Like then some you games, just, your opponents can't do anything, and then some games you just you can look at your hand on like turn three and you're like, yeah, there's no way I ever win this game. You lose the board <laughs> once, it's over. Yeah, exactly. And so. <laughs> It, it doesn't another, like it to me, right? Like, uh, yeah, true. An another deck is maybe like a Resurrect Priest. I've seen that do okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen that. I played that a couple... I mean, it feels like old Priest in a way. <laughs> um, yeah, in a way. Yeah, let me see. It right does. Here. Just yeah, no Shadow Visions. Yeah, channel. no Shadow Visions, but they still have... This Katrina Marte is obviously pretty good. Yeah, this the whole Magashan Enforcer and all that stuff is... It's quite good. Speaking of Mogashan, well, sorry, Moshog Enforcer, I um I've been running that in, in in Shaman just to try out like the whole um the whole Wind Fury thing, mm -hmm. uh, the whole Wind Fury and just like like swapping you know doing the uh, Alchemist type of thing on it. Uh, so I've been running like uh, I mean it's early in experimentations, but I've been running a few cards like this, trying to see if I can pull that off and. What I didn't realize, and this is kind of stupid, but what I didn't realize is that that, that new card, right? The Wind Fury, tr the quad Wind Fury card or whatever, ultra mega Wind Fury card. I didn't realize it. it's just like an aura. Like I, I thought it was Battlecry for whatever reason. So I, like, I didn't really pay much attention mm -hmm. to it until I Wind Furyed it. And then it was able to attack four times. And then I was like, oh, I didn't ah. realize. Yeah, I was like, oh, so anytime you Wind Fury. So anyways, I've been... I've been trying to mess around with that too. That's kind of kind of interesting too. I feel like there's an OTK potential there somewhere, but um, but yeah. So th this deck though operates the same as it used to. Divine Spirit, Inner Fire, all that good stuff. Got the Grizzlies too. I mean, literally, this is very very similar to to the old one. <laughs> Never seen before. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we move on to Arena and Dreads can. Give us the lowdown there. Before we do, I just want to give you a heads up that uh, this episode is sponsored by ZipRecruiter. Those of you not familiar with ZipRecruiter, it's a, um, a, a job site that uh, it aggregates from many, many job sites out there. So you know, instead of having to go on all these different job sites to to go and try to track candidates and, and pick candidates, you can you can just go to ZipRecruiter and it does it all for you. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter a bunch recently because I've been trying to hire engineers and things like that. And and uh, on the first day. I'm using a ZipRecruiter, signing up, just post your job. I literally got like 30 candidates sent to me, <laughs> like 25 or 30 candidates sent to me. You know, and they just they just tell me like, hey, th this person you know is a good fit for you. And and uh, I mean, it made my life like a million times easier than like going to whatever job site and having to you know to to, to kind of track yourself on the of the site. Like I just get these emails from ZipRecruiter and they're just like, oh wow, this is super easy. So anyways, um, ZipRecruiter, you know, it, again sends sends your job over to a, over a hundred uh, job leading or, or uh, yeah leading jobs boards and then um they have like great technology it, it, it matches you with with what you're looking for really really well too with thousands of resumes and then um uh uh in the end it, it says four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates through uh through the site within the first day and that's kind of what i was talking about i got like 30 
candidates on the first day, which is crazy. So right now, so for Value Town users, um, they're listening. They're whoa, what is that? <laughs> There's like a big old ambulance. Um, but right now in ZipRecruiter, for all the Value Town folks, you can use it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com/slash/ValueTown. And again, ZipRecruiter.com slash ValueTown, ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Okay, let's talk about Arena. So uh, let me switch over to Arena with this uh, HS replay here. And uh, Dreads, yeah, tell us about Arena. Yeah, so I can give you like a quick, <laughs> a quick lowdown on, on Arena. So for anyone, first off, who's not familiar with how Arena is now, Arena is no longer standard. So for the first time <laughs> ever, regular Arena is not standard. It's, 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 um, they bring back different sets at different times. So rotating sets, I guess, would be the, the term for it. Mm -hmm. uh, so right now, I think it's Naxxramas, um, Old Gods, Mean Streets of Gadgetson, Basic, Classic, and Witchwood, I believe, are the, are the ones in there right now. So it's a little bit of a different, you know, okay. different okay. card pool. Um, but yeah, as you can, uh, you, got, yeah, you got up there right now. As you can see, it's not the most balanced meta right now. <laughs> Uh, like it, and, and to put this these numbers in perspective, we've never seen a class that high ever in Arena. So Rogue is at fifty nine percent, and when Hunter was really broken when Spellstone first came out, it was maybe like, I think the fifty six percent range, and Blizzard nerfed it like into the ground within like two or three days. Right. Um, they haven't done it yet. I'm expecting Rogue to get nerfed heavily, hopefully, because it's. Once more, more and more people figure out that Rogue is by far the best, everyone will play it because they want to win. And so it'll turn into this, did you queue into Rogue? Yes? Oh, you probably lose. No? Okay, yeah, no, you have a chance. Unless you're playing Rogue. So, um, yeah, definitely Rogue is by far the best. It's more of a, it's a tempo meta. Uh, so in, in the previous meta, it was like three drops were kind of king because you had things like Hildner Frost Rider, a lot of uh, three-man three-fours. So you didn't need to have as many two-drops and really not one drops at all, but now uh, there aren't as many of those cards, and there's some pretty good two drops. Uh, also, Zombie Chow came back, although it, it's in a pretty high bucket, so you don't see it all that often. But yeah, it's a, it's a tempo meta, and Rogue is tempo, you know, the best. And they get... So, kind of for an explanation of why Rogue is the best, um, so what they do to balance Arena now is they do these micro-adjustments. And so how often you get the top bucket cards is adjusted, and that's mm. a lot of how they balance stuff. And I think, I don't know if this has been confirmed, but I, I believe what they did is they kind of took off these micro-adjustments at the start of the expansion and, and kind of see how, how things go. And Rogue's best cards are a lot better than other classes' best cards. Yeah, let's take a look at some of those. Let's, uh... Like, you know, it used to be, like, Biospine. Because like, in Arena, they use a bucket system, so each pick should be three cards of a similar power level. And, you know, with Biospine, like, what the heck do you put against Biospine? Like, it's by far the best, right? So... Um, there's just a lot of good cards in, 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 in Rogue, obviously Biospine rotated, but um, you, you tend to get a ton of removal, so a lot of classes are starved for removal. While Rogue, they're like, here, have a Shadow Strike. Here, have some cheap shots. <laughs> have uh, the, the new card's very good, the the contract card, the six-cost one. Yeah, that's, that's so been played a bunch, Rogue too. Rogue just have a ton of removal and just you know very, very high card quality as well. Uh, and just the hero power for Rogue is oftentimes the best for me, and a tempo medate is the best. So, yeah, and Red Ward is terrible. Like, I, I predicted, I, I actually predicted that Priest would be the best based on the cards you were seeing coming in. But um, with, with taking the micro adjustments down, Rogue is, is kind of uh, has kind of run away. 
Priest is and, pretty far down, though, man. It's like, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I think like. Oh no, no, sorry. Priest is no, actually, Priest is third. Sorry, I, like I had the wrong case. Yeah, yeah Priest is third. It's just compared to Rogue, everything's way worse, right? Yeah. But, um. Yeah, War, War, Warlock's still pretty good, and I would say Warlock is more defined by the cards that came back. So you have a Bissell Enforcer coming back. If you guys remember that, mm-hmm. so yeah. So that's insane in Arena. Blast Crystal is back. It's not so much the new cards that came in, but just what we brought back. Um, and uh, yeah, Warrior just, it's hard to make Warrior, like we, I talked about this a little on stream yesterday. It's hard to make Warrior good, but not broken. So yeah. it's either like dumpster tier or it's like insane. So Warrior's broken in the last meta for a long, long time. Uh, now it's, I'm okay with it. Like I, I don't think all the classes oh. in Arena. Hey, you may have moving your mic a little closer. Is that possible? Coming. Yeah, it's just a, know, just turned up a little bit. No, it's it's not that. It's just it's it's inconsistent. It's like it or, yeah. or just softening. Yeah, and, yeah. it's but, usually um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so it's it's uh, Rogue is a bit too good right now, and they yeah. said that they were going to make changes like three or four days in, I think, and so hopefully That's, they will do that. Maybe at the end of today they may. So is the breakdown usually? I mean, we do we usually have more than two classes above fifty? It should be more than this, yeah. yeah. Normally, you're looking at like four, maybe. Okay, four class. Okay, and more classes hovering around it. You pretty much mm-hmm. for an extended period of time, you never have something as low as like forty-two percent. I would think. <laughs> yeah, that's and super. Never cool. something as high as fifty-nine. Like maybe you're having like fifty-three, fifty-four. But this is this is a little bit ridiculous. And, and like I said, I, I give them a pass on this because what they had to do is back in these old expansions, there was no bucket system, right? And so they, they had to develop all these buckets. For these, the, you know, where to put these cards for this this rotation? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work, and it's not that easy. So there are going to be a few that are like really misbucketed, um, and that's okay. Like they can fix it. Yeah, they, yeah. they have time. They've only been out for for a few days, and I'm assuming they will make those changes. But um, yeah, like, they they need to make them sooner rather than later because Rogue is just like flying way ahead. Of <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm sure this is so egregious that they they can't ignore this. Um, yeah. Let me say, like, what is but wild is, actually? Oh, okay. Well, I'm just is curious. Is Arena wild. better now than before, or like, is it more fun? But I guess uh, not because Rogue is so much better. Yeah, so I'm having, I'm enjoying it. Gara. It's, it's like, it's been fun for me. It's hard to say if that's just because it's different. Like, I've been playing the same meta for I don't know, you know three months or whatever, and so anything new is going to be a lot more fun and nostalgia of bringing back the old cards. So I'm having fun with it. I can't say like until they fix Rogue, it's, it's hard to really evaluate the meta of how fun it will be going forward like lackeys seem very strong and maybe their power level is a little bit too high um but like the they, they introduced i enjoy a lot of the battle cry effects and lackeys introduce the kind of randomness that i do i do like not everyone in the rage community agrees with me on this but I, I like a bit of that um so it has a lot of this and, and i also like a tempo meta to be honest i, I enjoy getting like incremental advantages mm-hmm. and returns by playing a little bit better and then eventually ending the game because of that so it has the signs of being a good meta, but we have to wait and see until they they adjust Rogue. Because right now, I don't even think there's a class that you can take and be like, oh, this is going to beat Rogue. Because it's yeah. just too much. Like Hunter, you know, maybe if you draft a really aggressive Hunter, you can you can smork him down. But it's I don't even think it's that reliable. So it's kind of... I wonder, I wonder if uh, they should have made the lucky card like Discover, but that would probably be way too strong then. Which oh the uh, the three mana one five the evil miscreant in general like all the lucky like you discover a lackey yeah 
because the random aspect is really like yeah i mean i i would have expected it to be a discover one lackey yeah. yeah, yeah, but that would be if you think about it, probably way too strong, right? It's so strong to cut. If you get, yeah, well, and part of the thing yeah, about they, arena is like bucketing, right? So like, yeah. evil miscreant is in a lower bucket than it should be, and so yeah. you take it pretty much every single time. And as yeah, I mean, result, look, look at this seventy-one. Per, I mean, this is this is crazy. <laughs> like, no card should be quite like this. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's also offering bonus, so you're right. you're going to see the new cards more often. And then this is under bucketed, so and, it's common, and, and also yeah. people are more likely to take it because it, it's just a new card and they want to you know they want to try out the new cards. So yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit stupid, but you know they have they'll, I think they'll they'll fix it. And a lot, just if you do a road draft, like I know you guys haven't had too much time to do it, but you'll immediately notice just the card quality is is insane. Like each pick, <laughs> you're like, wait, another premium pack, another <laughs> premium one, and then you go draft. And a priest, and you you have some some pretty pretty awful junky ones, yeah. So I mean, look at all these yeah. new cards. Like maybe talk about some of the the newer cards that really stand out. Like obviously, yeah, Miscreant. So I, I made a quick list of them. Uh, a few of the a few of the yeah. names. Let me see what you have on the screen here. Um, so the the Dollar and Crusader is great. So in, in arena, like a five mana five six is just insane. I would say that a five mana five four, the Divine Shield, is a little bit better than a five mana five six. That's nice. Um, and also one thing to note about this card, if you get the lackey with plus one attack and rush, you get to rush out a six, a six attack minion. Yeah. Which is disgusting. I've learned to save that puppy for, for like yeah, bigger so target or for, bigger for good minions. One, right? yep, yeah, exactly. So, so it's, it, that card's really, really good. Uh, the card right above it, Burly Shovel Fist. The, this was one that, um, people in arena were kind of saying, I don't know how good it is. Um, just because it's nine mana and it's, and okay. normally yeah. arena nine mana cards aren't that good because you can't ping with it. So it's your whole turn. Um, but the thing about it, and I would say this from the start, is it has rush. So it should be <laughs> like it's rush is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Devil Sword is a good card. Uh, yeah. if you guys remember that card, yeah. eight mana, seven, seven, um, rush basically effect. Uh, this for one more mana, you get plus two, plus two. So I'm like, it's gonna be really, really good. And, and it is like not being able to ping is. It's not enough of a downside for this card not to be insane. And also in the meta right now. So Bog Creeper is back in, in Arena, and you also have um, the Atten card, the 5-9. And so this thing just goes into those cards so nicely. Mm -hmm. um, so Sawgoth, you don't see it much, but don't pick Sawgoth in Arena right now because this thing just eats it, you know, for, for lunch. So that, that card's really, really good and also a little bit underbucketed. So oftentimes that's the ones that are the most egregious where they're really good and underbucketed because you're going to see them all, all the yeah. time. That's a good point, Plus, though. The, the bucketing is, like, so... Crucial. I mean, the bucketing is is a mechanism to just fixing all of this. So yeah, that's that's yeah. how and that's how how they do it. Uh, mm -hmm. Just some other ones to note. So eccentric scribe is really good. It's kind of been it's a six mana mm -hmm. six four spawn four one ones on death rattle. So oh, it's yeah. kind of like a neutral high main effect. Um, so if you remember, violet violet worm was insane in arena. This yeah. kind of has a similar effect. Where like good luck removing that. Right. Um, faceless rager. I don't know how high that is up on their list, but it's a pretty cool card in arena. Uh, so it's a 5-1, but it copies the health of something. And oh, so pretty good swings with that, like in the mid-game. Hmm. Uh, nice. so yeah, so those are kind of the main neutrals, I would say, that are uh, really, really important. Just for some class cards, we'll have to pull them all up, but we already mentioned Evil Miscreant is, is insane. Yeah. Um, Underbelly Fence is okay. Like, it's a 2-mana two 2-3, two so it doesn't have, it's not going to be bad. And then... If you get the thing to know about that is if you get like the tri class discover cards, um, then 
that activates, activates it immediately. So you don't actually have to discover something or get something. Just having that in your hand is enough to activate it. Um, yeah, and then Hinchclanberg was really good. Unidentified contract is, is, is really, really strong. So an unidentified contract, if you hit the deal destroy minion plus the betrayal effect, it's, it's kind of like a meteor, which obviously meteor is a really good card. So, um, yeah, yeah Rogue, Rogue got a lot of good cards. And, and just for some of the other classes, one of the big offenders for the buffing system for is Mage with Conjurer's Calling. If you guys know the the Destroy Minion Summon 2 equal to its cost. Yeah, yeah. That card is just way... I almost want to say it's too strong for Arena. <laughs> it, like, it, it's just... That's so much tempo. And you can use it twice in the same, same turn. Um, and it's bucketed lowly. It's like bucket 6 or something. And so if you high roll and get one or two of those, then it's just, it's disgusting. It's so they probably need to adjust that. Um, yeah, for Priest, Hinge Clan Shade Cool is a really big card for, for Arena. It's a four mana, four seven with Death Rattle Heal five, I think, for your opponent. But that's so much tempo to play a four mana, four seven in Arena. That's really good. Uh, Shaman, Hagatha Scheme, and Walking Fountain are, are really good cards. So Hagatha Scheme is the, the big AoE card. I had a fun, yeah. a fun Shaman deck where I had a bunch of four mana, seven sevens. And then I was using those to go face, and then my opponent would spread, and I'd use the scheme to wipe their their board like over and over again. I was it was pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> and then Walking Fountains, whether I wanted to mention for Shaman. Oh, I love very, Walking Fountain. Yeah, very good card. yeah. Like it, it makes things like Hunter, like it, it just destroys Hunter, right? Like stabilization, and then it leaves a, a threat oftentimes left on the board. So the healing too, like the healing yeah, the is healing so yeah. great for for Shaman. Yeah, so they a lot of good neutrals. Mm -hmm. um, coming, coming into arena and uh, it's fun. I mean, it, you know, I have to play more before I can say if the meta is going to be good or how skillful it's going to be. You know, these are for me; those are questions I address later on. Like right now, it's just, mm -hmm. am I having a good time playing? And you know, do I want to play more? And yeah, so yeah, overall, overall, things are pretty good. Yeah, and that's that's all that matters. So here's a good question for you guys, and and just probably everybody else in the chat too. What what do you think the most um uh Okay, well, we'll have a couple questions. We'll think, what's the most surprising card to you, you know, after it came out, after, you know, you've been playing the game now for two or three days, and then what's still the most underrated card in y'all's opinion, um, you know, that, that will be good, you know, just, just hasn't, it will be good in this expansion, but just people haven't realized yet. So what's the most surprising card that, that you would say? for say? me in Arena, the Faceless Rager was a little surprising, just how good it is. Because um, okay, faceless just is, yeah. a three mana five two isn't mm -hmm. that bad, and yeah. when you do get it on like a six health creature, it's it's pretty disgusting. So I thought it would be good, but I didn't necessarily think it would be it would be that good. Mm -hmm. um, that's probably a, a big like underrated one. It's hard to think of of them of ones that aren't that are kind of like sleepers because uh, like you figure it out fairly quickly in arena. So yeah. It's, yeah, like I, I can think about it, but it's it's hard to. At this point, after playing you know thirty hours and just talking with people, it's you kind of have a good idea of what what That's is good. or uh, right. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Gar? Like any any cards that that really surprised you? Um, surprised in a like that it's not played. No, Maybe. well, that it's that's like, underrated. Oh, that's under yeah. well, or underrated is just like there's yeah. there's a card that people just haven't even realized is super good. But um, but wanted to I start mean, with okay, yeah, okay. One card, 
Okay, I expected Wagglepick to be good. Yeah, yeah. But not that good. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like when I, if if I yeah when I talked about the card, I was like, okay, this will be played. You know, the good uh, the rock the four drops are rotating out. Mm -hmm. But this card is apparently so good that it's like dominating the meta already. Yeah. So that's definitely like surprising. It seems like it works like, so well with the rogue cards that came in and just the the plan for rogue, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just tempo, right? And, it's, it's all about it's another shadow card, fight, right? It's... Another rook card is definitely Vendetta. The reason for that was oh. that rook has already so much removal. It's like, this was like the number one argument for most people. You have already backsteps, you have already zaps, you have already eviscerates. Uh, you will get the vagal pick. Does rook really need, you know, one more? Like, would you play? Like, how many removals do you play? And the answer is, yeah, you still say. <laughs> answer is never bad deal for us. Yes. Good. I mean, that is, like, ridiculously good. It's a crazy, I wonder crazy how, what's good. the cap, you know? <laughs> I wonder what the average <laughs> mana cost is for this thing. It's It's, it's got to be, like, 0. 0.2 or something like that, right? 0. 0.3. So, yeah, you know, get another class card, right? Yeah, it's got to be something ridiculously low. Um, I mean, if we're going to talk about this, yeah, I, I would say that, I, to me, I think Shevnomi like is a lot better, like is being used a lot more than I, I thought it would be. Because I, I was thinking, oh, you know, you know, Myra definitely crossed my mind, but I just like, oh yeah, no way, <laughs> right? But um, you know, having it be like so strong, and and I mean, I I see it, and even in just in like I've been trying to even use it in just any control deck just to get some crazy amount of power at the end uh, of of some control versus control games. So that this card has surprised me too, just in terms of like, it, it can literally give you a miraculous win at the end of a game, which is crazy. It's like, it was pretty, yeah. It's, it, it's like you said, it's like, it was kind of like predictable, which cards are going to be good, especially if you talk with people, but the only thing would be like, you didn't expect certain cards to be that powerful. Another one would be like Blastmaster Boom. Like really? the new Dr. Boom, because it didn't have, you know, the immediate, like people expected this card to be okay, but maybe not like that crazy powerful. It became more clear like after the first reveal stream, the, the pre reveal stream. Man, I I thought this card was gonna be great. <laughs> like if like, anything, this card is like, I, I think it's a little it's, less. Like, yeah. You this what is the win rate of this card being played? Like let me see. You almost it's never lose high. if you get to play this card. It's actually well, I mean, like I I I think it's I think it's one of those things where the class doesn't even really need it. <laughs> like it, it's just like yeah, it's exactly. kind of like Chef Nomi. Just throw this thing in because it's like crazy good, and you might as well, you know, have it, okay sixty three. It's kind of like Shivana, like the Ragnaros. Yeah. It's like yeah. oh cool. Wow, Eternal Rover's got a sixty five. Wow, that's crazy on Mulligan. I guess yeah. That's what people always ask me why do you play two of those? Why do you play? Well, it's the highest win rate card of the deck. Yeah, and then if if you get like magnetics <laughs> on it, it's disgusting. Like literally. The three eight magnetic on that thing is disgusting, but yeah, I'm um, rolling strong. I didn't like that that card too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So boom is. I mean, they always get like four of these things for me when I play. I never see anything less than four when when they play this card, and it's like and, oh and it God. has crazy good synergy <laughs> with the bomb mechanic. Yeah. To just <laughs> yeah, I know. So it, it's 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 pretty brutal. But to be honest, they don't even need this card. I mean, I, to be, I would not be surprised if somewhere you know in the near future, that card, this card is replaced by some other more controlly type of uh, of of card. You know, like Alyssa's not even Alyssa's not even. Is it the same with Rogue though? Like a lot mm -hmm. of the cards Rogue just didn't need, and 
you play because oh cool <laughs> we might as well because... might as well <laughs> yeah he's might as well give you an even better chance to win when you're already winning kind of thing um first it's, it's the same with the omega devastator in warrior like did warrior didn't need it but oh, devastator? it's like oh cool <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. I think they do. I mean, it just basically replaces either Execute or, or Shield Slam. You know, like I, I got a little triggered about that card when it comes to Arena. Like, ten. Warrior's so bad that it doesn't matter right now. Yeah. Like, that card, is it's not okay in Arena. It's like, Vile Spine, right? It's, it's, it's basically Vile Spine. Well, like, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's never bad, because even if you just temper with an Arena, it's still a Yeti, right? right. Which is one of the four drops. And the then, best part is also Mech. It's, it's like yeah, so yeah, it's just it's so stupid. I mean, the Omega cards, like also Omega Agent from Warlock, like those cards, just they're not. Yeah. Just like most things, they're not. They're not made for Arena, and Arena isn't even the second or third thought about them. And that's you know that's fine, but like Warrior <laughs> is actually decent. Omega Devastator will be just painful to play against because yeah. on turn ten, you know, they kill your I don't know your Iron Bark Protector or whatever. Right. Like Yeti. It's five more mana to play more stuff. Like it's just. <laughs> It's not okay, but luckily, I mean, Warrior's in the dumpster, so it's... Really well, that's that's not... That that shouldn't be all right, though. You know, I, just because... Another card is... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. No, it's okay. But another card that uh, surprised me how good it felt whenever it was played was the, the Boom Reaver, the, the 10 mana card. What, like, in, whenever in you get to play uh, that guy... Which one? The, oh, the oh you mean the, the mech? Yeah, dude. Whenever people get that card, you know, from so Ome strong. Omega Assembly and stuff, holy shit, it's like, oh man, these things got rushed, too. It's like, oh, it's brutal. Nobody the, actually the biggest... runs it, right? Nobody actually runs yeah. the card, right? Yeah. They only get it so off good. of that. Yeah. The, 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 another thing is, it, it summons a copy, so it doesn't, you know, lose your fatigue games or anything. Yeah. It's just a oh, very... Yeah, yeah, yeah let me yeah. let me find it it's right here it's the 10 mana it summons a copy of a minion in your deck and it gives it rush but normally boom river has rush too because you have dr boom yeah you know, uh, armed right. at that point so it's like oh my god when you <laughs> like you're getting generated max you just want value from it and that's that's a ton of value yeah exactly but it's like it's like a win condition oftentimes if you go to these crazy long fatigue games then your opponent has no more removals and if you play this guy you just oftentimes just win because you have two big threats yeah well you never play i mean i, I generally it, this card can be bad in a fatigue matchup right because it actually pulls something from your deck too so it really no, just depends on this copy oh it's a, co oh, it's a copy oh sorry, sorry. that's yeah. why i said copy. it's never yeah. bad yeah it's never bad sorry copy. yeah that's right um that's true that's true there's some there's some big uh control warriors out there or there's some big warriors out there too that that try to utilize this too but i i i just think it's just whatever throw in it's just great i always hate seeing it that's how you know it's a good card because whenever somebody just plays it and you always feel like a little pain in your gut whenever it happens that's usually a good sign that it's it's a, a pretty powerful card actually i'm trying to look at like a shaman if there's anything because i've been playing so much shaman is there anything that's surprised me in shaman I mean, I think you mentioned at least one of them, which was um, uh, the fountain. I think the fountain's been extremely good. Like, I literally, I usually just play it on eight and just remove whatever two, but I've been combining it with, um, so I've been playing a lot of elemental shaman too. And so I've been uh, combining it with the um, the buff, you know, the two plus two plus two buff. And, um, you know, able to just like do 12, 12 heals like off of it. So if you add those heals plus the, um, the, the new four mana heal, the uh what's it called god i'm so bad at names right now um 
What's the four mana heal? The the echo one. Oh, which which is brew. Which is brew. Yeah, which is brew. Like if you have which is brew and that, and even if you have Omega Mind too, I mean, Shaman's got crazy amounts of heals in in the class right now, and that's why sometimes I can just stand toe to toe with control warriors, and just as long as I'm like super efficient about my heals, I, I can just beat it. And that's not even mentioning whatever spells I get from Hagatha. So um, it's pretty fun going going toe-to-toe there. But uh, but surprisingly, you know, like Krogwall sucked for me. I mean, Storm Surge, I've almost dropped this card, actually. This card, it's like outside of like Lightning Bolts, it's, I don't really need it, like, for the most part. So it, it's been it's been pretty cool. Shaman's definitely got a ton of tools, though. It, it's it's really really fun to play. If you guys haven't ever played Dogs um, Malagos spell deck, that you, you should you guys should play it because you you'll you'll really enjoy it, or you'll get a sense for like all the different discounts and heals and <laughs> direct damage and and mana cheating and every everything. Like Shaman still has all these like really really cool things. So I think that Shaman will be good, uh, you know, down the road, but. Right the second, you know, I, I think it's it's still taking a backseat to, to Warrior. Um, yeah, so, I mean, any other cards that you'd think popped out? Any of the Hunter cards? I feel like uh, some of these cards might have... I mean, I didn't really talk that much about Hunter prior, and I feel like there's oh. there's a ton of great, great cards right now in Hunter. That Oh, yeah, one card definitely that was under the radar is the, the Crypt's Reveal card. No, what was it, Ice? Tyson Crypt, Conjurer's Calling, the Mage Free Mana spell. Oh, you oh, played yeah, it that? actually now. That's like a new, like, spiteful Mage deck that popped up, which is super strong. Oh, it's almost possible to deal with the threats. Oh, and they run, there you go. Okay. They actually run that card. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Like, actually, Drez was talking about it, right? Like, this was disgustingly. It's disgusting. Yeah. You get four minions from Bukatga. Uh, <laughs> You get the- and, I mean, in arena, you're not like you don't have the tools to deal with that kind of stuff. <laughs> and and, and also in constructed, then you can yeah. like if there's no answer in constructed, then how do you deal in arena? And that's one of the reasons why warrior is good because warrior has brawl. No other class has actually these super big removals anymore. Shaman needs shaman has like the scheme, but you need like insane amount of turns for this to stack up. That mm. you know that you can kill four deathwings or whatever. Yeah, APX Void has a great mage. It was so funny because, like, when he posted it, and it, you know, he got to I don't know rank one or something with it. I or, or really, he had a crazy win percentage with it. So I was like, okay, I'll check this out. And I look at it, and it's just like a hodgepodge of like all kinds of cards. You know, I'm like, where's the synergy and all this stuff? And then you kind of realize that I mean, there, there's there's like a mix of dragons and and conjures calling and and giants. And, I mean, there's like all kinds of book of specters is also in it. But uh, but in the end, man, when you start playing it, it's it's actually really sticky. Like these these cards are really hard to remove. You know, like things like like Twilight Drake, as we know, or Scorcher, or or Safeguard, or any of these cards. It's like crazy hard. And then by the time you get the power of creation, it's just like oh man. Crazy. And obviously, Exotic Mount Seller, the neutral card that summons a free cost beast. Where? Wait, exotic? What? Exotic, exotic. Mount Seller. Whenever you cast a spell, summon a random free cost beast. That's oh. in the deck, too. Oh, really? I didn't exotic. Yeah. I didn't even. Wait, what is this exotic? What? I don't even know if I did. Exotic so Mount, Mount Seller. Seller. Oh, the girl. The girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, summon a three costed beast. Most underrated card. Yeah, you think so? Okay. okay. I mean, nobody said. I mean, nobody really. Yeah, no, yeah. 
Like, any day. Like, how many... So you, you cast, like, two sheep cards, like, maybe the freeze cards and the, the I don't know, arcane missile or something like that, and... And it's just so sticky. The stats yeah. are... Yeah. This is, like... Good. This is, like, Matriarch, but, like, a million times better. <laughs> like, instead of, like, healing, you can just cast spells, right? This is really, really good. And if you have Kadka, you just get, like, you know... Oh, my God. Just... You just fill your board. That's true. Oh, my God. So you always have like a crazy Katka combo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that that's also like Khadgar is, the, the, is a huge part of this this deck. The Khadgar, I think, making Khadgar work is. Yeah. Also, the, the the old card that draws free minions from your deck, mm -hmm. like when, it's just such a strong new like Kelsev or like Spiteful, whatever you want to call it. Like, is, is this the best dragon deck? You think? It's so. I mean, the when I played against this, it's been like by far the best. Like you know, Spiteful mid range deck. Mm -hmm whatever you want to call it. Like, how do we even call decks these days? Just minions? 30 minions? It's purely <laughs> Khadgar, though. It's like Khadgar with... Khadgar. You know, like just creates that one okay. turn, right? That one turn that's just exceptional. And that usually gives you enough tempo the rest but, of the But way. you have also Giants and this girl. The, the crazy thing is, if you play this girl, because I've seen now Shriek being summoned way way more often, like the 1-1-8 the, the one, one, drop. Really? Okay, Shriek? Yeah. Because there's like less a drops, much less a drops, legendaries. Mm -hmm. But if you get that, you you got unlucky, right? And yeah. then you just so play the, the freaking uh, mage spell. The conjurer's calling. Yeah, yeah. Like you get unlucky. Who cares? You just hey, play. Just this. give me four of them. It's cool. No wait. No, is it that mage spell? You can do something with it and get something better. Which other yeah. card is it? The conjurer's calling. Three. Costs. Conjurer's calling gives you the copy, two copies of it, right? No, it's a of the cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's of the, oh, the cost. It's exactly. the cost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, when you yeah. get bad RNG, you just right. get. You just use that bad RNG to be the next creation. Right. <laughs> right. It's like you have to be really. It's all relative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start yeah, bad, but know you're going to be going moving up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that's fine. Ha ha ha. Let me just do try again. Exactly. Oh, okay. The first one doesn't even matter, guys. <laughs> like it's yeah. is what the second one is. I think that's a card that like could get. If Mage was a bit better, like I think that's a card that could get banned from Arena. They don't do it that much anymore, but it's just very, yeah, it's just really stupid. I mean, you could, I mean, it's twin spell too. Like that, that's just like crazy cherry on top, like crazy value cherry on top. And three is cheap. For, yeah, for and you can play two of these, so you really have four of these cards. That's insane. Yeah. That, that's that's really, really nuts. I haven't gotten a chance to play. This is definitely the like, next deck. Like, when I played play. against it, it felt super strong, but I like uh, I don't know the weaknesses of the deck. It might just get smooshed by Rogue. I don't know. I, I, from it's what I've faster. watched Logan streams... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, it seems like if you, you can draw poorly with it. Like, if you don't get mm -hmm. the Conjurist Calling or a few of those things, and you can, you can struggle. But it seems like there's enough, you know ways to generate big guys and it should be fine but yeah what's book of, so book of specters i mean is that just for some value at the end uh i mean no, it's just just like draw no, draw minions right it's just crazy basically. it's just draw crazy minions. yeah okay you just play it every, every time you then you play free mana giants astromancer with like 10 cards it's yeah insane. i guess you i guess getting the giants out early is like huge for this deck because like these cards aren't that bad to remove like and, and there's only what a couple times. Well, I guess that's why they have the protector in here, just to, just to like it's cause some taunt. Yeah, you get the giant out early. You get a free kill because it's a giant, and ah. then you use your your conjurer's calling, and it's like yeah, it's just disgusting. 
Safeguard is beautiful in this deck, though. I mean, like, this is the deck to, like, have anything that stalls out, right? So Safeguard probably functions really, really well on this deck, too. Because you want to get to that that turn 9, you know, turn... Probably turn 9. Turn 9 is probably a magic point for... for or turn 8 or turn 9 for this deck, so... If you can just get there, that's all. That's you're probably in, in super good shape. Like if you haven't taken that much damage. So uh, yeah, this deck's fun, man. I'm gonna t take a look at that. You know, one thing I I've been trying to do too, even just the shaman. Like shaman, I'm always holding a crap load of cards. Like I I feel like I need to add freaking giants to, but I just don't know how to fit them in. So it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so mage, give that a try, guys. Mage is a uh, definitely one of those those uh, classes that got a lot of new stuff. And it's, it's, it's obviously really fun to play a lot of new stuff. Um, okay, well, let's see. Why don't we move on? Let's, let's talk a little bit about um, the uh, Grandmaster announcement, which was the EU uh, roster of folks. And, you know, this isn't that surprising, given that we knew the leaked ones, like, for a while now. <laughs> but So it's pretty much just confirming that, that uh, you know, the leaked ones were right. But, you know, we've got Hunter. We've got a, basically that combination of, I would say, uh, people that did really, really well in points and folks that are, you know, I think good pro players and also streamers, you know, like they're, they're popular as well. So, um, you know, we've got, let's see what well, we got. Hunter Ace, um, Seiko, Fino, Jarla, uh, Casey, which is great. Boar Control, Boston, uh, Swids, Swids, uh, and Tice, Pavel, <laughs> Pavel's back, and Orange, as well as Kalento, Bunny Hopper, and Silver Name. Oh, and RDU too. So uh, you know a lot of a lot of folks that we obviously know. Um, but you know, I think that again, this this confirms. I mean, it gives a little bit more resolution as to like maybe how they picked. I mean, there's definitely top er point earners on here, so definitely combine that. But there's also some folks that I would say are you know more you know, streamers, you know, more popular, right? And I, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be something that you agree with, Gar, but I definitely can understand, you know, them going that direction in terms of trying to get more popular people too, you know, like like to to bring some attention to it. You don't have to get Crip or anything like that, you know, like don't have Crip and Toast in it or anything like that. But but definitely, you know, if you're going to pick pro players, trying to pick some popular folks is, seems to be the right approach, at least in the first year. You know, Thoughts on, on the announcement and, and the people that they picked? Mm, all of these players are like very, very good. But if you look at the competitive scene in Hearthstone, that's like 200 players you can name alone from Europe, probably, yeah. which you could add to this list, you know? Like there's like Sintolol, Hoy, and like yeah. Six. So if you just keep like naming them, it's I'm pretty sure it's like 200 people, right? And you would be like, okay, fair point. <laughs> this guy could have been in here. Um, the approach, wow, Grandmasters in general, well, it's the only competitive tournament we have, right? In a, in a, there's no more ladder system, there's no point system, ladder right. is completely useless, basically. If you get any high legend finish, you qualify for one open cup, basically. That's all it is. And like, it's actually not much better than just a regular open cup. Like, only top four advances instead of the first winner. But it's the same amount of people, but much, much better players. Like everyone who finished up to a legend. Um, and in a regular cup, everyone can participate. So then that makes those spots much more desirable, obviously, right? 
because mm-hmm. that's all we have. It's that tournament. And how many of those tournaments we have? Three per year? That's, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. So it makes these sports even more desirable. So every sport kind of has to be like very carefully chosen. And I, I'm not sure. It's a very like um, controversial topic, you know, like yeah. because nobody knows how these, uh, if you read the, the guidelines, is like how they see people fit. Like, yeah, but they're, they're not going to tell you that. I mean, they don't, I don't even yeah. think they have an algorithm. It's probably like a council of people, you know, and they have to choose, you know, they have to, you know, argue over why and why not. And it's a tough thing yeah. with only this, this, what, 16 like, spots? It's tough. It's, it's not going to, I, I don't disagree with these people. Like, if you look at all these resumes for every single player, they all have crazy resumes, crazy yeah. results mm-hmm. in their competitive. But for other people to get in, it's like you don't really know. Yeah. Well, the, the feeding system, it, need, it needs work. No question. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now you have this close group of already established people. Like, how do you, okay, if you just look at Hunter Race as a new competitive aspiring player, how do you beat his resume? Like, how do you get into this instead of him? It's like impossible. Well, you're not going to, like, yeah. I mean, it, it, I think that after the first year, you have to earn your way in, right? Like, but the, the first year, it is, who can get you know who looks convincing enough right for the 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 that's going to give the league the most chance to succeed or this grandmaster the most chance to succeed so yeah i mean right now it's pretty hard to go i mean it would have been nice if they you could have i don't know they, they could have interviewed everybody too <laughs> you know it's like politician they can put their hearthstone politician hat on and try to try to you know give reasons as to why but um, but dreads, I'm, I'm curious to well, I'm curious to ask yeah. you, dreads, like as a you know spectator, kind of like myself, right, for this whole uh, grandmaster yeah, thing. Like, so. do you think they should go? Like, how much of it do you think should be legitimacy legitimacy of top point earner versus super popular? So for me, as like a, a pretty casual uh, watcher of Hearthstone, I yep. enjoy it, but I'm way more likely to watch an event if I recognize people that are in it. Right, how it is. Yep. Like, I don't. Because I don't, I don't really care too much about. Oh, let me figure out what the best decks are, how to play right. these decks. I just enjoy tuning in for you know an hour or two and, and watching it. So you know, I recognize names like Tice, obviously Hunter Ace. I mean, he's just, he was insane last year, and I recognize a lot of the names on <laughs> on the list. And so you know, for me, like I'm probably more likely to watch because I do know you know I recognize people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the other question of it is, you know, how fair is it? You know, that's just way out of my, uh, you know, my expertise. It, it's, it seems from what I've seen on Twitter, it seems pretty hard to get these spots and, and, and trying to get you know, up to that level. How do you do it? So obviously it seems like there needs to be some work on, on that end. But for, for me as someone who, you know, just, like, they even, they have a lot of Twitch events now where like they feature streamers with the Twitch rivals and stuff. Right. And, like, I enjoy watching those because I, I recognize the names. Mm-hmm. And so for me, this is this is kind of a similar thing. Like I'll probably watch more competitive Hearthstone because these names are. Okay. So I, I'm going to like, just so for the sake of discussion, I'm just going to go like crazy one side and see like how you guys react to it. What would have happened if they had Crip and Toast and like go went egregious on that side of things? Would but that. Like that's kind of where they had to draw the line, right? Okay. So you think like, that would that, that would have compromised just the integrity of, but you of would the watch from it. the beginning? But you Very would watch it, right? Yeah, people would watch it though, right? I, so I would watch it, like Kibler, like getting Kibler in yeah. there and we getting all those guys. Time. Like, I mean, I would can still you imagine Crip versus Colento? Can you imagine? <laughs> you want to yeah, see? I, 
I guess for me with this lineup, it's like, yeah, there's some people that they, they probably got picked because they're popular, but they're they're also really, really good, and they still yeah. do try to play in some of the, I don't know, all the, the terms of the Open Cups or whatever, how, you, how, how it works yeah. right now. So if, if you take people that don't do anything in the competitive scene and just put them into this tournament, which is, it seems like this is the, the competitive scene for Hearthstone now, then that's, you know, that I feel like that would be taking it a little bit too far. But I, I would be all for like some other events where you you have you know, Crip and Toast and whoever else in like I, a you know an invitational thing. Like, I mean, to, well, we've like, seen that. Like, you know, I, I think that that sure. Like I would too. You know, I think that all the entire community would love to see that. But you know, there is a difference between seeing them in that capacity and seeing them in what is. You know, consider yeah. the turn. You know, the competitive. Uh, Seeing them in their in their tryhard. Right, answer. right, and yeah, I think, and, and if there's a time to do it, it's the first year, right? If there's a yeah. time to actually try, and then let's say the feeding system was good, like relegations was, I don't know, more than it is. You know, like more spots, then it would correct itself anyways, right? Over time, and, and people would, you know, maybe you'd lose out on it. But at, but at least you'd have that that initial moment when we get to see these guys. It feels like old school Hearthstone, like old time Hearthstone, when we literally had, you know, like all the big streamers were considered the best players, you know, and, and they would go against each other. Um, so I, mean, we, I of course, you know, I think of Masters stuff like you know, you could have like a little a little mini arena tournament somehow in there. You know? Well, of course, of course. I mean, that that's assumed too as well. You know, like yeah, we, we like need some of that would, too. I would love something like that, but it's yeah. It's just not we need that. We need that as well, too. But um, so, yeah, you know, I definitely an extremely difficult job for them. Um, you know, I, I still don't think that I don't know if Firebat was making a pretty good argument last week that, you know, we are talking about, you know, over it's like 48 plus whatever China is. That's a lot of people to follow, you know, just just generally in, in a competitive scene. And, and I guess when he when he talks about like that, it's true. But 16 per region. It just feels like very little, given especially in EU. I mean, there's like so many good players in EU that are. That's that are my notable. main point. Yeah, you know, that, so. that's what. It's not about these people. You want to see these people. I think all of them deserve to be there, mm -hmm. but it feels like too little spots. Yeah. For how many good players? Like, if you look at Sintolo, for, he's like the first one who comes to my yeah. mind. He's there every he's, year. Like, yeah. Like he's achievement list also like how much he tries and everything he's kind of like on a casey level for sure right uh, in terms of like his performance he went to yeah he did so well he qualified so many times he won so many things and everything and it just feels like two little spots right it did, because there's so many players like that oh. also like not super popular like you know because they're not big streamers but there's so many very good well, players like really bad right like you know Someone who maybe is just more popular name, like Tice, let's say, or, or whatever. I mean, Pavel. Like, Pavel. Yeah. Like, what has Pavel done in the last year? He, I'm pretty sure he hasn't locked into Hearthstone for a year. And so then you're six and you don't get in. He's playing out the chess. <laughs> I, I would be pretty upset, right? Like, that's yeah. the other side of it. If you're, if you put yourself in the, their shoes and you're the odd man out, it would feel pretty terrible, right? And I think for some of them, like, it, it might be enough for them to kind of be, if they're kind of on the, the fringe about how much they love Hearthstone, they might just kind of be like, eh, yeah. something else, right? It's true, that's true. But you don't want to like, lose I feel, I feel bad, like, for people that really try, you know? There's, like, a lot of people that are not, like, you know, the, the top-tier popular, but you know them. 
Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Like tier two popular level, and they try really, really hard. You know, they grind their asses off. Especially with these open cups, you, you see on Twitter like people getting into top eight for the like twentieth time in a row, yeah. and you always have to play like for twelve hours straight to get there. And only first place qualifies for 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 Vegas. Yeah, and it's brutal. Like, yeah. and you have to pay for your own travel and everything, even if you make it. But People grind hard, and then you're like, "Okay, this guy got in because he's famous." <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's. I feel bad for other people. Like, yeah, I, but I, that's. I, I, I mean, sure, you know. And I think the fairness of it, you can debate that all yeah. all day. But in the end, it is about the success of the league, right? And yeah. integrity matters. You know that 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 obviously is one of the factors that plays into it. But you who you know we've we've had an HTT where I mean we we've. Uh, really gotten lucky that we've had you know these pretty notable names continue to win over and over and over again and they're they're you know they're they're people that we we can talk about and there's people that have a decent personality as well but you know we, we've already kind of gone down the route and look nobody watches it let's just be honest nobody yeah, watches but that's, like, that's why, why, why i find it so funny it's the complete opposite hct was way too much it was like a tournament yeah. every weekend like two hcts every weekend and now we have like one of these tournaments every I four months with 16 spots. Yeah, no, no, it's people. it's not like that. No, it's not like that. They're they're playing matches as we go. It's it's like an eight week type of thing, right? Like yeah. they'll, they'll be they'll be like I forget two to four matches or something each week. So it's, it's going to like, be spread out. Like, but getting yeah. into it is basically yeah impossible. Yeah, no relegation like if you're in the first season. This right now, and you're trying to get in. Um, yeah. Come play arena. Come play arena. There you go. Go <laughs> play arena. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's talk about real quickly um, uh, about the the meta in in these cups. You know, because Gar, I think you you've experienced it or been keeping track of it. And I saw a recent spreadsheet. I, I was trying to find it earlier. I should have I should have freaking copied the link when I first saw it. I can't remember who it was that was keeping track. I don't think it was Ray. It was. It was somebody who was keeping track of just what what was happening, like in terms of what decks were being played and in the cup. And it was basically all warrior <laughs> and all rogue, with with some hunters hunter kind of sprinkled in there. So um, let's talk about specialists. It, you know, from the sample of conquest, I think we've we, we've seen what conquest is like when a new expansion comes out. It's awesome. It's great. But in terms of specialists, what are we talking here? Is it is it is it interesting at all? Like is is uh you know this kind of like rogue dominated type of meta you know or, or just if people think that there's one class that's dominating how does that feel right now in specialist like i can talk a lot so much about specialists but there's so many different aspects to talk about uh, like the format like you i have so much experience with playing like tournaments in hearthstone and like you, you kind of want to also compare it with conquest in lhs right because those those, those are the two formats we had before and if Specialist is a format that fits for Hearthstone, that game. Mm-hmm. And Hearthstone really feels like, maybe is it because we are already used to it? You know, it's kind of like with the YouTube layouts changing and then everyone hates it, you know? If this is just one of those things, you you played so many like Conquest tournaments and LHS tournaments that you're like used to play more than one deck. And that's why you don't like it. And then, you know, after a year, we would just get used to it, mm-hmm. just playing one deck. But it feels, I wouldn't say it feels that boring to play one deck. It's like less stressful. You know, if you're like a streamer or content creator, or whatever, just being, you know, focusing on one deck 
practicing one deck and all the matches one deck is way less stressful. It's so much better uh, from that uh, regard. And then you think about the sideboard of one class. The problem is the balance, 100%, I would say. It, it was way worse, I would say, before the rotation because we had midrange hunter, like 80% of tournament cups were won by hunter and the popularity was even higher. It's like you literally, when you, the, your experience was, okay, I have to beat 14 hunters to win a cup. It, it can't <laughs> be like that. If you, like in, if you wanna uh, enforce such a format, you can't have just one class being better than all the other classes. That's stupid. And also it makes it way more boring, but I would also not wanna watch would you want to watch a tournament where you see, okay, 16 players bringing 16 hunters and then they play best of threes? Like, that sounds like the most boring tournament ever. And... I mean, but, uh, it, but okay, here's a counter-argument. If everybody's bringing the same thing, isn't it easy just to counter everybody? No, because it's the deck turned out to be... Because people are not stupid. There's, like, very, very smart people playing this game on a high level. Mm -hmm. And if it would be that easy to counter deck, everyone would just do it. Sometimes there's only like a deck that could counter this, but lose to everything else. Then it's just not <laughs> yeah. good enough. Yeah. And but usually the best deck in Hearthstone is really freaking good that it just beats everything consistently. Kind of like Rogue right now. It's like when you look at when you looked at the HS replay spreadsheet. Oh no, red matchups. <laughs> That's a pretty mm -hmm. good deck also to play in, in yeah. specialist. Yeah. But we have no bad matchups, so nice. And you can sideboard to make it like. Like, okay, Warrior is the only bad matchup, then you have a sideboard where you play like five extremely good cards versus Warrior. Um, you the game balance is very important, or class balance is very important in Specialist, and obviously. More than in Conquest or in LHS, because in, yeah. you can have multiple decks, a, comp a, a strategy that evolves around targeting certain archetypes, certain decks, and stuff like that. And Specialist is so much more straightforward, and it relies on your class, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, if there is a class that has more utilities and more tools, then that that class is just going to be the most popular class to, to pick, even conceptually speak, at, you know, from an abstract standpoint. Um, Dreads, have you had any experience? Like, I forget, did you play card games before Hearthstone? Like, did you play Magic and sideboarding? Poker, I didn't really. Oh, play poker. It. Okay. It's a very yeah. little. Kid. I played some Pokemon like card game. Yeah. But, but nothing. Not yeah, nothing not like this. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't either, but I, I know that you know sideboarding obviously was was something that's very popular in Magic and and uh, you know other card game uh, as a one of their main formats actually. So um, you know that, that up on the specialist thing or anything. Too yeah, much. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just so you just so you or any of the listeners or, or watchers um, you know aren't caught up with what specialist. It's the new format that they're going to be using for competitive Hearthstone. And what it is is it introduces like this concept of sideboard, but it's it's not really like a sideboard that that and i think that's one of the the main issues with it and, and so what it what it is is like you pick a class and you build this like base deck you know these 30 cards just your base deck and then you can build two more decks that where you're allowed to change any five cards in that base deck it has to still be that base deck so you can only change five cards you know and you can change either overlapping five cards or just you know five completely new cards uh you know and, and build three decks um, you know, a sideboard is where in between games, you literally have, yeah, you actually have like a pool of cards that you can switch whatever you want between cards. And I, I think that's, um, I think, I'm not sure if that would completely solve the issues, but I feel like that's a big issue too, is that it's not a true sideboard. It's, it's kind also, of one. 
it good i think we never had like in any card game that i played that had a sideboard it always had also a ban list but like hearthstone is weird in a way like because like some cards shouldn't like sideboard is very good for like a, a tournament structure right to you know balance like to be able to counter stuff that is like off the charts broken but counter cards that would be bad in general in your deck but to be able to beat certain things but ban list is equally as important because some cards are just you know fun cards you know if you just want to have fun but in a tournament they're like not competitively balanced i think art uh, elisiana is a very good example like just that card existing makes uh, open cups last on average three hours longer and they already lasted 12 hours yeah. which was already That's, long now yeah. the average time to complete open <laughs> cup is 50 hours just think about it like and like these start these tournaments don't start like at 7 a.m in the morning they're like starts usually at like okay 5 p.m your time wherever you live and then from 5 p.m your time you have to play 15 hours and it's like 3 a.m in the in the night like i'm gonna play a, a, a tournament cup which i qualified for tonight at 3 a.m my time that's when it starts and then it lasts 15 hours it's 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 actually yeah. crazy well, i can tell you one thing I'm hoping that Rogue is the meta and it's not Control Warrior, okay? Because can you imagine Can you imagine these Control Warriors? They're like, okay, well, I lost that first game. So if I build the second deck, how can I last an extra 10 turns? You know, an extra five turns to, like, win the game. Oh, gosh, that would be But But, but that's terrible. the thing. If people say, oh, yeah, you can counter this card or this deck, you know, just play aggro or whatever. In a tournament, you have a lot of people playing with a lot of different decks. So... There will be yeah. at least yeah. two players playing this crazy fatigue mirror match, like Control Mage versus Control Warrior. And like, it's so funny to see the, the chat because we have like this Blizzard official chat. Some people finish after like 50 minutes because they play Agro Mir uh, Rogue Mirror. And then they have to wait three hours for the next round because one, like two players get paired with their freaking. Uh, you know, control shaman mirror with like yeah. double baleful banker, double helpful brewmaster, Elisiana, and That's they can do it. Yeah. And another thing is, it was very predictable because that's how you build these sideboards in these tournaments. Like we had played already for one month. You just try to go as greedy as you can, and yeah, obviously, I, I'm and, I'm and, I'm definitely worried about it. Like I, there's no question. I like it's it's definitely closer to worst case scenario than it is the best case scenario. And, and that's, that's, uh, Oh God, that's just going to be crazy. And, and it's going to be even more, more, um, uh, obvious when the world championships, which is going to play conquest is going to be really interesting and cool with this new, you know, with the, all the new cards and expansion in the meta. And then we see like a specialist tournament, like right after that. And it's going to be like, not good, you know, and, and I, I'm super, super worried about that right now just because it's, uh, you know, picking this single deck kind of thing is very risky because there's not much flexibility. Like, you actually you know have funny? to have the game in a really great state for this to happen. Like, it actually you know what's work. funny? So, it, what, I, what I think the main reason for Specialist was a tournament length. I really yeah, think so. Logistic. It's like more logistical. Lasted, yeah, than anything yeah, else. Tournaments lasted too long on average. 
<laughs> I think that was a really yes. bit uh, big problem for like organizers and stuff. Right. But these pressures kept <laughs> like, last like, like, way longer than before. <laughs> that's going to be way so longer. Long. If that's it's the actually case. hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, <laughs> like hoping. Hoping things change up a little bit because you know I, I could I could handle more of a hunter versus hunter type of stuff than, uh, in, in, you know than warrior versus warrior. But I agree, like banning. I think banning would be whatever kind of banning would definitely you know I, I think in, um, uh, create a better type of environment in terms of format than than just having you know this specialist sideboard. I still think there's a chance a sideboard could work, but. It's so hard because the mentality of every single player right now, just in the pro scene, is to find the best deck, period. You know, like in Hearthstone, and kind of build from that deck, right? Like your base deck is going to be some deck that just outright wins a ton in Hearthstone. And then you kind of adjust off of that, where I think like a really awesome type of scenario or ecosystem for a sideboard um, type of format would be when people kind of look at non-perfect decks, you know, but you're looking at a 40-card meta. You know, and you're, and you're trying to figure out, like, where flexibility actually is rewarded. Where right now, I don't think flexibility is. Like, everybody's just going to play the best, you know, whatever the number one ranked, you know, meta deck is right now. Maybe, hope, hopefully, it evolves from there. But at least in the beginning, that's all anybody's and, doing. And, and usually, like, the best deck also benefits even more from the sideboard. Yeah. Like a, a yeah. Machine. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I think that it's probably the right thinking just because there's a lot of smart people playing at the top of, of pro hearthstone, but I still feel like there, you know, there may be a small chance that there is still this kind of like, I think outside the box that, that still could be done. Um, but anyways, uh, we're going to move on. We, we got a few minutes left. Wanted to get to just at least one, one question or maybe one or two questions you guys have. We've got a question from Tito Santana from Twitter that asks, are there any legendaries thus far? And this is a good one for you, Dreads. Is there any legendaries thus far that are clear-cut, safe to craft? Like, which one would you craft? Is so good enough to craft? Or maybe not, since it's, it's not an arena, arena question, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, ah, but, yeah, I, I mean, know. Yeah, basically... Coolest if I get it, Karina. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, maybe so. We don't want to get Lady in White again, is what he said. I'm trying to wait until the meta shakes out a bit, but I have 9k dust burning a hole in my pocket. Help. I mean, um, I was lucky and I got the golden togwaggle card, so then I was like, ah, oh, this works great. Did for you Rome. really? Oh my god, that's that's Pretty awesome, nice. dude. Yeah. I forgot what I I forget what mine was. I, I I got a good one too. I just don't remember which one it was. I don't, I think it was Oblivatron or something like that. Um, is Dr. Boom safe these days to, to craft? Boom. I don't think he's good enough to craft. I actually think Dr. Boom might... might I, I could see some people just cutting him even just to be, you know, just to be edgy. <laughs> like, you know, that sort of thing. I don't even need these bombs. Yeah. And then, I don't know, anything, Gara, would you say? I mean, Alyssiana, yeah. but I, I mean, Alyssiana's yeah. got to get nerfed. Like, this got to no, be nerfed, right? Like, but, no, I would say that's just the only safe craft for sure. Like every control deck, you you have to play her. Like you can't build a control deck if you don't have that card. You just have to play the card. That's I've been I've been playing decks without her. I mean shaman, yeah. but I mean warrior yeah. for sure. But in shaman, I've been playing without her. But but no other legendaries like really needed. I mean, I, I think it depends on your class. Like you you have to choose a class first. If 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 you're talking about just common cards, it's I think it's gonna be pretty hard to choose one, but. If you're talking about a specific class, I think there's some extremely good cards that I, I can't see every Yeah, but bad. not must-craft. Mm, I'm trying to think. I mean, wouldn't you must-craft Conjuring Call? I mean, you know, the Conjurer's Call or whatever? That's a must-craft in like the age. It would be like legendaries, right? 
like uh, some tech neutral legendary that you kind of play in every deck, but do we have yeah. that even? Yeah, we're talking this expansion west. Yeah, it, yeah. it's uh, yeah, I, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, I definitely don't want to recommend somebody something right there this second because I, I think it, it, you know the who knows what could happen to it. Uh, Angry but, comment later from someone like you told me it was exactly you bastard, you owe me sixteen hundred dust or or thirty two hundred dust or whatever or whatever it is, but. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I mean, the neutral one, Elisiana is the best one, I would say. From Elisiana. the neutral yeah. 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 Okay. Like, you can play it in the most decks from the neutral ones, for sure. Okay, Job77 asks, why are people like Orange cutting Togwaggle from Rogue? Too Ooh. slow. And you don't need it. You can yeah. just win without it. It's yeah. the same with Elisiana. I often, like, I don't play her usually in Control Warrior because it's, like, very niche that you need it. So you look at the average matchup uh, spreadsheet, and if it actually decreases your win rate more than it helps, then you just don't play it. It's the same with the with the. Wait, which togwaggle are they talking? Wait, which togwaggle? The, the, right? like, the guy that gives you a treasure chest. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the legend guy. You don't need it. Yeah, the legendary. Uh, it's like a win more card. Yeah, it's like Doctor Boom. <laughs> uh, there's lots of. Lots of those type of cards. Okay, uh, any other question? How's Mage doing this meta? Mage is doing well. I think I don't, I don't think a lot of people are playing Mage. Like, let me say popularity, but I think Mage is actually doing okay if you play like oh, the top Mage. Yeah, Kevin one Bar thing Mage we, is, we have right. completely not uh, talked about is Geppetto. Oh yeah, yeah, Geppetto. Like, yeah, it's it's a good card, cool card. Yeah, and it's like there were like a few Geppetto decks popping up <laughs> like yesterday. Like, dude, Raven loves enough. his Geppetto deck, man. It's like. Crazy, he loves it. The name is the best, Geppetto. <laughs> Geppetto, by the way, it's uh, what, what's the text on it? It's you, uh, you get a copy of two cards in your deck, but they're one one or something like that. Or let me see, I forget what the draw two minions from your deck, uh, yeah. set their attack health, yeah. and Geppetto Joy. Here, you draw two minions from your deck, set their attack health, and cost one one. So you're usually just trying to cheat some, some crazy big card out, you know, like I don't know if it's Malagas or you know, whatever it is. Um, I forget what in Raven's Hunter it cheats out. It cheats out probably when the death, you know, death, death rattle minions are super good. Maybe the two two uh, that turns into a seven seven. Uh, so yeah, that's a good one too. I, I think that card will be played with a bit more and abused like hell later yeah. <laughs> once people people realize it. Okay, any other questions? Last minute questions, and then we'll wrap it up. It's been pretty good though. Overall, you know, definitely having fun, you know, and like Drez was saying, you know, as long as every, we're having fun playing, that's really the main thing that we care about. Um, but obviously hoping that, that some of the competitive stuff works out too. All right, last one. Do you, do you believe the 312 eight mana minion rush, rush it may attack again if he killed a minion will ever see play? Oh, okay. Yeah. In and, arena. Yeah. In arena. It's pretty good, right? It's, it's pretty decent. Yeah. It's like a removal card almost like. Rush minions are good in arena most of the time. Yeah, especially ones I can just keep hitting. Unless you're rogue, you don't have much initiative right now. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to find a good mage. Oh, just look up uh, APX Void's mage deck. It's really, really good. It's a Cadgar mage deck or whatever. Just look on his Twitter. His Twitter um, definitely post it. All right, well, why don't we wrap up? And uh, Dreads, Gara, it's awesome having you on. I mean, I think we covered a lot of stuff. And, uh, yeah. I one yep. other thing that I kind of 
It's like kind of a sad point. I, okay. A lot of her of stuff for Arena this time around, like a lot of effort, and uh, it's quite different. And man, I really wish they had talked about it just a little bit more on some of the release. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, stream. Like, yeah. I don't even know if I heard her, the word Arena, and I get it. It's not like it's not the main the main mode, and, and probably never will be. But like, I, you put a lot of effort into it, you know. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, to not at least push it a little bit. Just, just felt a little bit, you know, bad to me, and you know, a lot of people put effort into it too. So, yeah, I don't because I have people coming to my channel like, oh, wait, arena's not standard. And it's like, yeah, this is a big thing, and they made all these changes, but the people just didn't know because outside of like one little release, it yeah. just didn't feel like it got too much, too much press, and you know, it's just a little bit too bad. No, that's that's a good point. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, what they ended up doing with arena and and, and having it be limited is huge. <laughs> I mean, that's. It's crazy big, and I, the I think it's arena change ever. I, I would say outside yeah, the buck, yeah, probably. The bucket right? system was a big change too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is you know it should keep things more fresh, and um, this is one of the biggest changes to Hearthstone, can, actually. Yeah, you know, outside, yeah. no, it's, it's since standard, right? Since yeah, standard is standard. And they, I just watched they, the, the the reveal streams. It's like, uh, I mean, maybe you could at least mention it at the end or something. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> Because I think people could really be having fun with it. No, I think every three months, the fact that Arena changes, like I, I, I think I made a bold, I made a bold statement a couple months ago saying that that this type of change could could be like the first step to making Arena the default format. You know, in, in Hearthstone. You know, like I mean, obviously there needs to be a competitive element to it, just or else it won't it won't be able to get there. But from the standpoint of the dynamic element to the format, this is. This is way more dynamic than than we're going to be seeing in in standard. So and I think yeah. this way, like the top arena players, will really stand out because they know how to adjust the fastest. Because you have to pick up the the meta quicker, right? And then you do better than other people because you you figure it out faster, right? What cards are good and underbucketed? But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a, it's oftentimes a kind of a, a little a complaint. I, I'm happy they're doing more for arena because like a year or two ago. Like they did like nothing for Arena, and yeah. so now they they you know they've made changes, and I think a lot of them are positive changes. But yeah, just, still, just give it a little. Still a snowman, but he's he's working his way back, you know, almost to a <laughs> a real sun, basically. Yeah, it's you know I get it, but it's it always feels a feels a little bit bad, and I think a lot yeah. of it is that probably they don't make you know they make way less money off of Arena than than, than standard. Yeah. Everyone you know say because. Yeah. You know, a lot of people use gold in the intro or whatever, but I think you know they had a, an opportunity here, and they still do to promote a little bit more, and maybe people that aren't that good at it will will buy in arena runs because I know when I started out, I did spend cash on arena runs because I wanted to keep playing, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't good enough to be infinite, obviously, or anything. So I don't know. It feels like a little bit of a missed opportunity this time around, but you know, maybe next expansion they can they can give it a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think that you should just try to fully also, cover everything. Also, like if right? more people play arena, they might more people might try constructed or get cards for constructed just because they get into Arsenal because of arena. Yeah, yeah they they try. I mean, you I mean, I, I normally yeah. pre-order. Just I don't play much constructed, but I like doing a little bit. And I like arena is what I do, but I still do some some constructed. So yeah, yeah it is what it is. Yeah, but. hopefully Blizzard hears it. Yeah. Dead. Uh, again, agreed. Like they, why? Like why wouldn't they? Right? Like why? Why wouldn't they just kind of sell short? After putting that effort, right? Yeah, you already absolutely. did the hard part. Just you know, 
marketing just market it <laughs> you know? yeah exactly. Um, exactly yeah overall having a, a lot of fun i'm like i'm really enjoying it and so yeah it's been a blast all right so uh, why don't we wrap up uh dredge you got some shout outs you want to do before we take off um yes you know it's always a shout out to the arena community you guys are awesome Ooh, yeah. thanks for letting me do what i'm able to do every single day and um yeah if you guys want to find me i'm on twitter at dreads gaming and on twitch just just dreads uh yeah thanks for having me on awesome gara shout outs to you yeah uh always nice to be on the show it's super fun uh finally we have this long 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 awaited rotation yeah uh yeah, i'm having like a lot of fun i think houston is in a good spot overall like obviously there's like mm -hmm. problems there's, there will always be problems nobody you can't please everyone always but i think it's overall much much better and this is also like uh like a the world championship that i'm looking forward to for the first time in like forever yeah. I think that's going to be super fun to watch and can't wait to see what they figure out, you know, the, like the super tryouts. Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of yeah. folks, I think people were mentioning, right? A lot of folks are, are uh, just conceding every time they play a streamer because they don't want to show anything, you know, any of their, their experiments and tests say, right now. Feeding the dog and said, oh, sorry, I got to go feed the dog. <laughs> right, right. And you really can't say this time who's going to, you know, who's yeah. the favorite. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like... Yeah, those groups look pretty crazy like i was they they announced the groups right the four groups for world championships and it's going to be pretty it's going to be a bloodbath yeah, i think man. na versus you is also yeah. one step cooler this time yeah because you know staying in yeah yeah super good and it's going to be a lot of fun i think harson is super cool yeah. <laughs> right now that's good that's good to hear man um <laughs> yeah no definitely it's good you know i i think the only parts that needs to be worked on is really just the external part you know like we, we saved you know. the complaining for like two three weeks down the line yeah yeah, yeah. we'll see <laughs> we'll see how things are but uh but love the new cards you know good job to the i think the team so far on on the the new cards and just the the new um flavors to it you know that last expansion i don't know if you'll remember a year ago we had a lot of the same things at this time you know we still had cube block you know we still had certain things that were still good from the previous expansion now there's nothing. There's like literally maybe control war is the closest thing, but you know, nothing. Like you know, I made this spreadsheet. Eight, I think ninety percent of the decks are got like killed. Like yeah. Baku and Gen going Hall of yeah. Fame killed like literally ninety percent of the existing decks. It was crazy. I think we never had so many decks really disappearing for a new meta than yeah. right now. I think that's a good thing. I'm surprised sure. it's 90. I, I would think it's like 95% of them are gone. Yeah, it's like, yeah, something very crazy few. Like, like Controller yeah. is always like, you know, we don't have back over it, but Controller is like... Yeah. The Priest and the Warrior are probably the closest things. You know, like, all, they're, they're not the same, but they're kind of... Yeah, Rogue maybe a little bit too. Yeah, maybe it is 90%. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. That's like Secret Paladin, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, yeah, you want to shout out your stream or anything like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I stream every day, Hearthstone, for people yeah. that don't know right now. Twitch TV Gara, now no longer best shaman. I got a rig from the title. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's good. I mean, at least uh, you got away from that. That's good. Yeah. I used to be dreads with three S's because the dreads. Oh, that's right. I forgot about so that. I shaved the S's off once like the Justin TV names became available. So. Yeah. So nice that everybody gets a chance to, to, to yeah. fix it. 
Um, but yeah, so anyways, big thanks to you guys. Big thanks, big thanks to everybody that watched. You can find the VODs on YouTube.com slash V. As always, make sure to subscribe there if you haven't. Uh, and if you haven't in, the, in, in for a long time, make, make sure you do again because it's a new channel and you, you, it's good to uh, make sure you, you, you get that channel because it says Chamin V, but it's actually a new one. Um, and then uh, follow this channel, of course, and then uh, follow Valuetown's Twitter, Valuetown GG. And you can find us on all the audio channels. So uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud.com slash Chamin V. But that's going to be it, guys, for this week in Value Town. So for Dreads, Gar, and myself, Chamin V, we'll see you next week. Okay.